I'd like to call the uh, Thursday, February 15, 2024 meeting of the uh, Fitchburg Board of Health to order. Um, this meeting is open to the public, including a virtual option. I believe we have one person uh, appearing by uh, virtually today. Um, those who uh, wish to participate remotely to the meeting may request a remote attendance meeting link by contacting the health director at scurry at fitchburgmass.gov. Uh, there are opportunities for the public, uh, I don't see anyone here today, but opportunities for the public to speak during a Board of Health meeting. Uh, if you are to speak, we just ask that you stand at the podium and speak into the microphone so that we can all hear you, uh, that you state your name and the community in which you reside, um, that you speak only on terms appearing, on items appearing on the agenda for no more than uh, two minutes. Uh, please state the petition, order, ordinance, or resolution number to which you refer. Uh, since we have no one uh, here to speak uh, in the public forum, we'll uh, go ahead with the agenda. Uh, the first item on the agenda is for the annual appointment of the chairperson for the uh, Fitchburg Board of Health. And um, we should take a vote with respect to uh, the chairman for the coming year. Um, is there anyone who would like to make a motion with respect to uh, chairperson for the upcoming year? Um, I will say uh, certainly anyone on the board is capable of doing it and is welcome to do it. Uh, I also would be pleased to continue in the role of chairperson if, uh, if that is the decision of the other members of the board. So uh, I'm not going to make a motion myself since I'm current chairman, but one of the other two of you would like to make a motion, uh, we can vote on it. I would make a motion that you continue as chair. Well, thank you very much. And um, I'll uh, recuse myself <laughs> from a vote with respect to that, but if both of you are in favor of that, we'll... I will, I'll second the motion, and I am also in favor. Okay, well, thank, thanks so much, and... Um, Congratulations. Thank you. I'll, Keep up uh, the good work. I'll, I'll do my best to try to do a good job, and, um, and uh, thanks very much for your confidence. I, I appreciate it. Uh, moving on to the... Uh, second on the agenda was a hearing request with regard to uh, tobacco sale, but I think that that uh, item is being canceled. Uh, the uh, person... Uh, who is uh, in question, I think, is not available, so we will move on to the next item. Uh, that is respect to lo local upgrade approval of Title V. Uh, there are um, 112 Sh Sheldon Road and also 60 Scott Road, but do I understand, Steve, there's just one of those two that's being requested? Both now? of them. Both of them, yes. okay. And um, the... Um, uh, for both, I think they're they're requesting a two-foot offset to groundwater uh, for remedial use system. And um, is there someone who wishes to speak with respect to that? Yep, Mr. Caloni, can you hear us? Uh, yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. We can hear you yes. perfectly. Okay. Excellent. Um, so I, I don't know if. Um, would it be helpful? Would it be helpful 
do you have the plan planned for both of the properties? Um, I do. Sorry, you yeah. broke up there. Yeah, I, I do. I've got I've got both of them up on my screen right now. All right, let me uh, share screen if you wouldn't mind. Putting them up on the uh, screen and it might help the board to at least see the plans because I printed eight and a half by 11s and as you know those don't print very well. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Would it be helpful if I if I send you the the plans now, Steve, or or um, I'm looking. I, I don't see a share option for me at the moment. I, I think we have the plans, don't we, oh. Steve? You do. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're on it right now. The problem is it's really small. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Here we go. I'm gonna try to share my screen with you. I want you to I'm make, on as a panelist. I want now. you to make I'm the as technology a errors rather than me. <laughs> Would you like me to share my to share my screen? I, I can do that now. Yes, please. Okay, great. Let's do that. <clears throat> I've got sixty Scott here. So excellent. Doing sixty. All right. Sixty Scott first. Sixty Scott. Can everybody see that? Okay. Yeah, that is the yep. sixty Scott is the second the, one in the your second packet. plan in our packet. Yeah. Great. 60. Oh, so should I do 112 Sheldon first? No, I think as long as you have 60 oh. Scott up there, is that all right with everybody? Great. Go ahead with that. By me. Great. Great. So, uh, 60 Scott Road, this is a single family home. Uh, we do have some, some wetland on both sides that we're, we're, uh, compressed with here. That's why we're, we're so close to the house. Um, this is a geomat system. It's a patented sand filter, similar to the Presbyan Elgin. Uh, the, the system is, is being used in the offset to the high groundwater table. The two-foot offset is being requested um, to reduce mounding and um, to also uh, lessen any impact from that mounding uh, uh, for runoff to towards the dwelling. We don't want to create an issue where uh, we've got a system that's that's high and it's it's dumping all the runoff water uh, onto the, the foundation. So uh, that's the that's the reasoning behind the request today. So, so the um, the run the runoff will be directed away from the house. Uh, and where would that be directed to? Uh, down towards the, the back of the lot, the rear of the lot. So we've got a, a swale that we're, we're mounted a bit um, and we will have a, a bit of runoff that we'll have to contend with. So we're going to have a basically redirect it with a swale, a ditch, and it's going to go uh, towards the, the rear of the property. And, and does that stay out of the wetlands per se or? Yes. It does, okay. Any questions that you guys have with respect to that? It's a single family house. How many um, how many bathrooms are? Uh, bathrooms, I don't know. Bedroom is uh, three. 
Please, okay. doesn't show any other properties around that house. Are other properties going to be affected at all by the runoff? Are there other properties no. close to that house? Uh, yes, there's so 50 Scott and 70 Scott are on, are on either side. Um, the runoff, the runoff, what we'll do is we'll, we'll more or less, we'll create that swale and go in between the system and the shed and direct it towards the backyard. And I believe everything from on that side that will be going 50 Scott, uh, they actually, their property is higher in elevation. Huh. 50 is yeah. higher? No, yeah. the other. What about 70? 70 is higher as well. They okay. they slope, their septic system is raised in the back here. And there, this whole, um, let's see, there's that 102, I should have put one over there, but there's a 102 contour that follows here. And so they, everything slopes down into the yard here. Just for my edification, <clears throat> perhaps you can just explain how would this be different or what, what specifically are you asking? You're putting the runoff closer to the house or what, how, how is this different from what if we didn't have these conditions existing, how, how would a, the usual yeah. system be? Well, a, a, a pipe and stone would be at least two and a half feet taller out of the out of the ground. So uh, we'd either, in one hand, be dealing with um, a bit more of a, an aggressive runoff, or uh, require a retaining wall, oh. um, a retain a retaining wall, and a larger a larger sized uh, system. So um, they would likely come out the back of their house to a a large retaining wall box, oh. um, or a system that's about um, between three and four feet out of the ground. And um, is there any anything that should be monitored to uh, determine how the system's working once it was put in? So there's no requirements for monitoring for the, the Geomat system itself. Um, anytime you have a system that has a pump and a pump chamber, uh, it's it's kind of the normal routine when the, when the, um, the system is pumped, uh, the, the pumper really should open up that that pump chamber and just take a look to see um, how everything's working. Of course, there is a high water alarm as well on the pump chamber. So if something were to happen um, to this to the system itself or to the pumps, uh, that alarm that's on a separate circuit that should alert the owners to give a, a company a call to, to come out and take a look to see what's going on. I see. <clears throat> well, um, it, do you have any other questions? Or I have no questions. It, it, um, I, I think uh, I would make a motion to approve your request for this system. Um, 
I'm just wondering, Evan, what, what is your role in uh, doing the presentation? Are you the person who plans, who has planned out this whole system? Yep, I'm the designer and the soil evaluator. So I did the soil evaluation on site and I designed the, the septic, the septic system. So that's your, that's your business. You, uh, you know what you're talking about. We're gonna just. <laughs> that's it, that's all that's I it. do. I, that's all I do every day is, is look at soil and design septic systems, yes. Okay. Great. Hard, hard to argue with you, I think. <laughs> yeah, <right>. No <laughs> arguments for me. Neither of them fight back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, one other, one other question about that, the, the soil. I, I, so you kind of perk the soil, is that it, to, in, in the surrounding areas to make sure that it's porous? Yeah, we exactly. We look for the, the percolation rate and we look for the high groundwater elevation. Um, and then we design around those those two items. Uh -huh. Well, um, <clears throat> as I said, I would make a motion um, allowing the uh, two foot offset uh, for 60 Scott Road. I'll second that motion. I'm in agreement. Definitely, thank you. Thank you. So you're, you're at least one out of two here. One out of two, one for two. Uh, let's see if I can just switch right over here to 112, Sheldon. Does that come up okay? Yep. All right. Wow. Yeah, there you are, I think. You are smooth. I, I would have screwed that up. <laughs> Everybody can see that okay? Yep, yep. yep. perfect. Great. So this is... Um, 112 Sheldon is, it's another uh, single family home. Um, this is a uh, three bedroom. As you can see, we've got a well in the front of the property that really dictated where we uh, went with the system here. Um, <clears throat> they had a, a previous design done, but um, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's a lot of these uh, lots have been subdivided. Um, so there's quite a few new construction homes um, going up on this road. Um, and that that previous design was was right through. Um, it was pretty much on this this other property. So so we came out and we uh, went outside of the well uh, downslope here um, instead of keeping it closer to to the house. Uh, this system this is a Presby uh, Enviroseptic system. This is similar to the Geomat, but but a bit different as well. It's a patented sand filter. Um, it also receives a, a two foot, up to a two foot reduction um, from the remedial use approval letter uh, for the technology. Uh, it, it's, we're still uh, very much mounded here, but again, we're, we're, we're taking down mounding. Uh, we're trying to uh, just bring the sizing of the, the system down slightly compared to a pipe and stone. And we're also requesting it here uh, to avoid a pump chamber. Um, because otherwise we would have to uh, we would have to have a tank and a pump chamber afterward to uh, to raise that effluent up. Now uh, in this configuration with with the slope, we're able to just make it by gravity, which is is nice um, here because the pump chamber would actually have to be uh, quite a bit down slope, um, which would which would mean we'd uh, have to trench back all the way with an electric line, and it, it's quite a bit of work. And uh, anytime a pump chamber can be avoided, it's just better. It's better to keep uh, electricity out of it. Sure. So, uh, so that is our request: is the two-foot uh, reduction 
uh, via the approval letter for the Presby Enviroseptic System. So I have, I have one question. So I'm having a hard yep. time seeing the elevation um, on the screen and on our printout here. Everything oh. slopes away from the well, correct? That's correct. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> Just with respect to the, and I know, I know there's not a pump chamber in this particular property, but in the event of a power outage, how long, um, how, how long will the system function without the pump, or what, what, what leeway do they have? This, uh, yeah, so, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Okay, so, so, um, so the state code Title V says that we have to, if we cannot uh, achieve 24 hours of storage within the pump chamber itself, um, then a emergency, a backup generator needs to be wired into the pump. Uh, but so 24 hours of storage uh, for a three bedroom is 330 gallons. So, uh, but typically how Title V, how they size, um, they actually, it's 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 usually double flow of what is normally used. So 330 gallons per day. Typically, it's about 50% uh, that actually gets used. Um, so I would say if we plan for 330 gallons per day in the pump chamber, then um, typically somebody has a couple days storage. But uh, most of the time in pump chambers, we end up having somewhere between five and 600 gallons worth of storage, which uh, in most households, it, it, again, it all depends on um, each um, family's water use, sure. but usually that gets a few days worth of storage um, where if a power were to go out, they're able to uh, use water and it'll more or less trickle into the pump chamber where it will be stored until power is restored. Oh, no, thanks. That's helpful. Yeah. Good question. I'm sorry, no question? Did no, you... I said that was a good question. Oh, good question. Um, well, again, uh, deferring to your expertise, <laughs> I would uh, recommend approval of the uh, two-foot offset to groundwater at uh, 112 Sheldon Road. I'll second that. I agree also. So you're two for two. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I really appreciate all your time. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a great evening. Thanks for, thanks for educating us. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Well, um, I think we could move on to food establishment permits. Uh, I, I think there's a list in our packet that indicates that um, a number of um, food uh, purveyors are operating without a permit. I think they expired as of December 31st, 2023. I don't know if we need to list those. And um, um, with, with the board's approval, uh, I would submit this list to the uh, legal department and the legal, uh, legal department will send a letter to these folks, which would actually begin the process of closure. So mm. the legal, uh, legal office would send them a letter and give them ample time, um, which they've already received uh, three letters from us. Really? Um, and 
and a couple of email reminders. Uh, our permitting system uh, is electronic now, so it automatically does that. Um, but the legal team would send a letter and uh, give them uh, uh, some ample time, another week or two, to, to uh, do the right thing and uh, apply for a permit. If not, uh, that we would take steps to close the operation of which that's not, not well, what we're here for, but. No, there are uh, 15, I just counted them, 15 uh, uh, establishments on this list. It would be a shame to have any of them uh, have to close. What, what, um, what does the permit entail? In other words, they're, they're permitting them to serve food, I, I assume. Correct. And um, do they have to establish something about the environment in which they're doing that, or is it just a question of paying for a permit? What, what? It's, it's an application process, uh, which is required by the code, as well as a permit fee. Uh, and the permit fee is usually um, designed to cover the cost of providing an inspectional service for the year. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, always a tough sell, but that's, that's how uh, the fees in the permitting uh, system was designed a hundred years ago. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think this is primarily informational. It sounds as if all these establishments have already been sent um, letters uh, indicating that. Three letters from the health department. Now I'm just seeking the board's approval to hand the list over to the legal department to let them do their thing. Who wants to make a motion? Yes, please. I'll make a motion that we request the legal department of the city of Fitchburg to send a um, letter to the um, establishments that are operating without a permit. I second that. And I'm in favor of that as well. So all, all three of us are in agreement. Excellent. Thank you. Steve, do you know, are, are there reasons why the, this many people uh, don't have a license to operate right now? Or a permit to operate? Or... I mean, did you, did you, when you send out three letters, did you get any feedback back or any? Well, we actually do on-site inspections, and while the inspector's there, they'll yeah. ask. Um, and it's usually, uh, I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's usually about 10 to 15 annually you have to chase. It's not uncommon. Okay. But they... Hopefully most of them come around and decide to pay. They do come around eventually, yeah. yeah. Oh. Just a little little chase and implementing late, late fees and getting the legal department involved. And Well, uh, you have uh, our support in sending the, these names to the legal department, and they're, they're all fine places, so hopefully they'll decide to comply. And again, that's not what we're here for, but... Yeah. No, we, we'd like to say, have them stay open the more than that. Correct. Yeah. Right. So how, how, then the legal department will go, or they'll write them a letter, or they'll make, make an, you'll make another visit or something, and then um, do they ever, like, does it ever come to the point that you have to, like, shut it down? And then they'll pay, or is there... It has never made it that far, but... Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> <clears throat> Great. 
it, it would save a lot of uh, effort and time if permits were just paid and we didn't have to go through that, but I guess Correct. It, uh, that happens every year, it sounds like. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, the fourth item is uh, approval of meeting minutes of November 2nd, 2023 meeting. Had a chance to skim through those. Um, any comments about the uh, meeting minutes? Excuse <coughs> me. It's actually, for various reasons, it's been a while since we've uh, met. So I think this is the um, meeting of November 2nd, so essentially three, four months ago. Yeah. Make a motion to accept the, me the meeting minutes from the meeting on November 2nd. And I'll, I'll second that. And I'll abstain. I wasn't here. But the meetings look great. <laughs> the minutes look great. They do. What would we do without Karen? I don't know. Chaos. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, that brings us to announcements. And I guess Steve will make those. Well, I have it in here somewhere. Uh, one announcement to make. Um, It is uh, March 6th, uh, Wednesday, March 6th. Our uh, substance abuse team, our substance and uh, homeless prevention, uh, outreach prevention uh, team is uh, partnering with uh, CHC, Community Health Correct Connections, uh, and Wednesday, March 6th from 4 to 6.30 p.m. in the lobby at uh, Community Health Connections at 326 Nichols Road. Um, there will be a, a substance use disorder resource uh, fair. Um, and you can learn about uh, detox facilities, uh, medication assisted treatment, peer recovery centers, family support groups, uh, various housing agencies, and uh, 12 step groups, and, and, and much more. Um, and Incidentally, there will, at 5 o'clock, there will be a, a free Narcan training on the second floor. Uh, folks can receive a free training as well as a, uh, uh, a sample, or I'm sorry, an actual Narcan um, kit. And it's free and open to all. No pre-registration pre is required. And we will provide refreshments to all those that join. If anybody is looking for information, uh, do, not, do not hesitate to call Sue Christensen. She is our outreach and prevention um, coordinator, uh, and her number is 978-829-1854. And that is the only announcement I have tonight. I'd like to make a comment on that, and I would encourage anybody who's listening who knows Anyone who, who may have a substance use disorder, maybe you got Narcan um, a year ago or a couple of years ago, there's been a lot of opportunities in Fitchburg to get these uh, supplies and to have the training. But um, like any medication, sometimes your Narcan that you might have has expired. And if you have a loved one who is 
is suffering or struggling with a substance use disorder, I think it's uh, always good to have Narcan available, maybe one in your car, maybe one in your purse. Thank you. Very, very good comment. Thanks. Um, and lastly, I'll just um, encourage those uh, who are in the mood for it to get your vaccinations. I, I think although uh, COVID is less of a threat than it had been in past years, it's still around. RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, still a threat to older folks and those with uh, respiratory difficulties. And it's flu season as well. I think um, I would uh, encourage individuals to get vaccinated against those conditions. Uh, it may save, uh, save a lot of grief uh, if you were to do that. Um, with that said, uh, any other comments or announcements? And I think we can um, take a motion to adjourn the meeting today. I'll motion to adjourn. The meeting is adjourned.